He says he wants the actual flowers. What? Those? Yes, I cried. But Molly's a prostitute, don't you see? Yes, but I don't care. Those, those flowers. That is what I want. That is what I paid for. Give them to me. Constable Tony recoiled from me. He scanned me from the top of my head to the tips of my shoes and back again, searching for any clue that would allow him to understand my peculiar fancies. Finally, he grunted, Well, you were right sick, what ain't you? Thank heaven for small mercies. There was a florist on the way home from the police station. I think it must have taken me almost an hour to make my case that trying to buy flowers from a flower girl was not yet a crime. At last the sergeant on duty was forced to admit that I'd broken no written law and that he was therefore compelled to release me, but that he personally found my lifestyle disgusting and that I really ought to look to my eternal soul. By the time I reached the florist, my hands were shaking such that I could hardly count out my coins. Despite my recent return to poverty, I bought as many flowers as I could carry. Funny, less than half a year before, I had been watching my funds dwindle and feared I would be unable to purchase food to sustain me. Now, through procuring edibles that would soon become problematic, my chiefest worry was obtaining flowers. What a horrible risk it was turning out to be. I'd given the police a false name and escaped before it was put to paper. But simply trying to get flowers from a flower girl had brought my affairs before the law. If they'd had reason to examine my doings, or worse, my home, I'd have still been in custody bound for the gallows. I put my head down and headed back to 221B Baker Street. I was just mounting the stairs to my rooms when a tiny, pink-clad whippet of a woman lunged forth and blocked my path. Ah! Mrs. Hudson! Where is Holmes? I've told you. He's vacationing in the south of France. Why has he gone so long? He's late with me rent. He has assured me that the rent is on its way. Patience, Mrs. Hudson. I began pushing my armload of flowers up against her. If only I could drive her back with them, I could slip past her up to my door. Yes, but where is Holmes, eh? She protested, working her way around my floral shield, manoeuvring to stay between myself and my flat. We've just been over that, Mrs Hudson. Well, what's the idea with all these flowers, then? How many have you got up there anyways? You've been bringing armloads of them home for weeks. Me whole house stinks like rotting delphiniums. Yes, so sorry, Mrs Hudson. I'm engaged in a botany experiment. Very important. Detective work, you know. Lives may hinge on its outcome. Though they may seem humble, these flowers are for science. Science? She stared up at me. Her hate was unguarded and unbounded. Uh, except these, I mumbled, selecting a little yellow nosegay. These are for you. Her gaze wavered just for an instant before she slapped the proffered pansies from my grasp.
They careened to the floor and exploded into a sad little cloud of petals, stems and misplaced expectations. Yes, well, good day, Mrs. Hudson. With a final lunge I flew clear of her and through the safety of my own door, which I flung shut against her. I want me rent, cried her muffled voice from without. Yes, I know. Holmes, though, don't you see? South of France and all that. I stood there gasping for breath with my ear against the door. I tried to control my breathing, listening for Mrs. Hudson's step upon the stairs. At last, she shuffled off. I pressed my face amongst my hard-won flora and... wept? I could hardly tell. I was certainly shaking, just as certainly despairing. I was lost once again. In the longer view, I had no idea what to do with my life, or even how to sustain it. At least, in the short view, I knew exactly what I must do. I went.